Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There will be zero fun, sir. Zero fun, sir, on this podcast. No, there will be a lot of fun on this podcast, Rob. It's episode 139 of the Brothers Brand Podcast coming to you live here in the middle of March. Why is this podcast episode going to be so amazing? Because it's the greatest time of the year, Rob. The most popular annual sporting event is about to get underway. It's March Madness, baby. Let's go, Bracketology. Woo! Tens what up, everybody? Millions, tens of millions of Americans participate in bracket pools every single year, Rob. Employers they see a significant decrease in production, and it all has to do with college basketball. It's a national holiday, my friends. It's a national holiday. Tomorrow and Friday and this weekend, absolutely no work will be getting done. Settle in, Rob. We've got 63 games on tap for you listeners out there over the next three weeks. It is going to be pure madness on the hardwood. You and I, we did a podcast preview episode for the college basketball season back in November, and we were getting excited about it six correct. months ago. That's correct. And here we are about to start what is going to be a Cinderella run for one special team. Wow. Wow. Rick, all I got to say to follow that up is this is the time. In sports, where pumpkins become carriages, glass slippers make and break dreams. Let's get on to the madness. Let's get on to it, baby. It's the 84th plane of the March Madness Tournament. It all will culminate in Houston, Texas on April 3rd at NRD Stadium. Houston, Houston. Rick, name that artist. Can you name that artist? Dean Martin. Oh, wow. I thought you were going to say Frank Sinatra. Rob, one team will be cutting down the nets. There'll be one shining moment and an outstanding player crowned in April 3rd. Yes, sir. However, the Saturday before is the final four. You and I had some preseason predictions. We were way off, way off on North Carolina, Rob. You and I felt as though we'd be seeing the Tar Heels in the final four but man, did they lay a stinker this yeah. season or what? Dude, you had UNC, Kentucky, Baylor, and Houston in the final four. You got you still got three teams alive. I don't know how they're gonna shake out. Houston's looking good, but aren't they missing one of their top players? I feel like they're missing 
Oh yeah. He's hurt. Oh yeah. 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 No, there's, there was a recent injury. Um, Ooh. it actually was the reason why some would say they lost their conference championship. Um, but, uh, they had a great season this year, Rob, they really did. Um, it would be mm-hmm. thrilling to see Houston yep. in the final four in Houston. The last time, Rob, we had quote unquote, a home team in the final four. You have to go back 13 years it was back in 2010 when Butler actually made it to the national championship game in Indiana and they lost to Duke on a buzzer beater attempt. It was wild. I happened Which to be there. You that were night. there for, Rick. It was a home court feeling for um, Butler back then, just six miles uh, down the road from their college campus. And that's what Houston, the Cougars, are looking to try to do this April. We'll see. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And that, you know, let's just hang here for a minute. What was that experience like really quick before we get into our brackets and the rest of the show? The final four, you, we've you, documented you've, you've it. You've been on, to three. You've been to three final fours. I sure have. And they've been documented on our podcast episodes, guys. These are events you need to go to. You can go to them very inexpensively and have a wonderful time. You can meet and greet. You can see some great basketball. It's a party weekend. There's concerts, fanfare happening. It's a must-do event. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, Rob, I got a couple uh, couple things here I want to just break down here. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. First off, we've got Kansas. Kansas Jayhawks. Rock Chalk Jayhawk. They won their fourth national championship last April in New Orleans. I was there. I saw it. Bill Self, he got his second national championship trophy. And Kansas is back in the big dance. And that shouldn't come as a surprise to anybody because they have the longest active appearance streak in the tournament. They actually, this is absurd, Rob, have been to 32. 32. That's like how old you are. So basically your whole life, they've been in the March Madness tournament um, without any blips or hiccups along the way. Pretty remarkable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Michigan and- State, they've done it 24 consecutive years and Gonzaga 23. So we've got three teams this year in March Madness that have just been there for decades. And maybe one of them will cut down the net. I feel like Gonzaga just always is in it. Um, I feel like the they're in like the whack <laughs> the Western Athletic Conference. So they, I feel like they just beat up on teams, and it's them and St. Mary's that make it. <laughs> exactly. And I'll tell you what was so funny. You should bring that up. Is um, if, like we just mentioned, have been in it year after year. And last year was my final ditch effort. It was my last chance for Mark Few, the head coach of Gonzaga. And I said, this is it. This is the last time I ever picked Gonzaga to win a national championship. I've been burned by them time (laughs) and time again. I'm not going to make the mistake ever again. It doesn't matter to me if they go undefeated and they're the number one overall seed going into this thing. I'm not picking Gonzaga anymore. And that's exactly my strategy this year. I have them losing early. <laughs> yeah. D- fool me once. Uh, shame on shame on you. Fool me 23 times for being a number one seed in the <laughs> March Madness because you beat up on no-name teams and then get stomped by somebody in the Sweet 16. <laughs> I just won't allow it. I'm not going to allow it, and it's I'm done with them. So, exactly. Um, Write them off. Rob, 
Let me, we're about to get into this. We're going to dive deep into some brackets, um, talk about some matchups here. Um, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention a few other fun facts about this year's March Madness tournament. First and foremost, we have a new participant, a first timer, if you will. Hensaw State, Rob, these guys are making their NCAA tournament debut uh they're part of the athletic sun conference and um, it's a well-known conference it is these guys have never been before so here we go shout out to them and let's see if they can't make some magic happen early uh, i don't think they're gonna go on a long run but but hey who knows they could, they could win in the first round Furman, they're making their first appearance in 43 years they haven't been in the dance since the 80s 1980 to be in specific i mean come on it's been a lifetime for the Furman. let's go Furman, right let's go Furman. i like it and last but not least rob literally the worst team ever to make it to march madness texas southern went 14 and 20 this year they were six games below 500 disastrous coaches get fired over this kind of thing but lo and behold, the conference championship tournament. And boy, did they go on a run, pick the right times to win. And here they are with the worst record ever in the history of March Madness. And they're dancing. They're dancing, baby. They're dancing. That's hilarious. And they play fairly Dickinson uh, tonight. This podcast is going to drop tomorrow, so we'll all know the outcome. But uh, that is my college that I graduated from. I am an alumni of Fairly Dickinson as Seth Greenberg calls it, uh, the Harvard on the Hackensack. The Hackensack is literally a river that divides the campus. So I am going nights tonight, and I hope they punch their ticket. And, you know, it could be interesting against Purdue. They could cause some matchup problems, I'll tell you that. Part of me wishes we had picked the first four. I know it's not standard procedure to pick the first four games, but in the first night of the first four, I was two for two. I'm looking to back that up with a strong second night in the first four. And then we're going to get into this. This gravy chain, Rob, it starts flowing Thursday around noontime. And this thing doesn't stop Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. It's just mayhem game after game. It's, It's probably one of the coolest weekends in college and in all of athletic sports there is. Um, saddle up, my friend. Saddle up. Dude, it's going to be wild. Let's get into some bracketology for our listeners out here. We're going to go pick by pick. We're going to give our picks right here. And uh, we're in for a doozy, my friends. I'm going to give you mine. I also filled one out for my uh, 16-month-old son. Um, he did a great job picking, so maybe he might have some good picks in there. But, Rick, we're going to go. Uh, we're going to start in the south, and we're going to go to the east, midwest, and west. So why don't we kick things off here in the south? Who do you have in the 116 Alabama, Texas A&M game? Rob, only, only once have we ever seen a 16 seed knock off a number one seed. It wasn't For too sure. long ago. It was uh, back in 2018 when UMBC knocked off number one seed Virginia at the time. Now, granted, Virginia comes back the next year and wins the national championship, but they'll always be known for having lost as a number one seed. Uh, Alabama ranked the number one overall team Mm. in the entire dance. Mm -hmm. I just see no way that this Crimson Tide team doesn't roll big in game number one. 
For sure. Yep, exactly. And I want the record to state that uh, I did purchase a UMBC shirt immediately after they beat UVA. And I also purchased a St. Peter's shirt last year as they made that run. So I'm looking to make a purchase on Amazon.com as this tournament gets kicked off. So I think there should be a rule in place, Rob, when purchasing memorabilia of no-name teams that make a surprise run. For the record, St. Peter's was a 15th seed last year when they made it to the Elite Eight, the farthest that any team seeded 15 has ever gone. So I would just put out some parameters there, Rob. I don't need you buying a shirt for the seventh-ranked team who makes it to the Sweet 16 like Oh, oh, come on, Ricky. Come on. Have I just some- want to watch. I want to help you watch your piggy bank. I don't want you spending frivolously and getting excited because it's it's March and it, there's madness. Oh, madness. I want you to baby. I want you to do me a favor. Only if it's a 14 seed or higher. So I'll give That's you 14, right. 100%. I'm, I'm, I'm staring at the gauchos. I'm staring at UC uh, Santa Barbara gauchos. Let's go, baby. Fair enough. But let me just say this. Win one game. That's hard to do for me. Two, two games that's a not shirt. an accident. Two games, two games a shirt. Two games a shirt. Two games a shirt. I'll give you that. And it's got to be a 14-seat or more. Well, I was a little trigger-happy on the UMBC, but I wanted to do it anyway. Hey, you never know. All right, so let, let's keep this going because we're never going to get finished with this if this banter continues. <laughs> All right, so I got Bama. Roll Tide roll right there. In the 8-9 matchup, we got the Fear the Turtle versus... Um, uh, West Take Virginia. me home. Take me home. Country Roads. John Denver. West Virginia. Um, I'm going, I'm going fear the turtle on this one. I've been watching some basketball, college b-ball. I like the, ter- I like the Terrapins in this. Um, who do you like Ricky? Yeah. Listen, you can't go wrong with college park, a great campus, a lot of fun. You've lost your dignity there multiple times. It's a, uh, it's a great place. Correct. Frankly. Yep. yep. Exactly. And, um, Same I just have about West Virginia. I've been to West Virginia. I've had a great time in Morgantown. The whole no town longer back. I had a great time. No longer back. No longer yep. allowed and, back. And uh, so West Virginia, Rob, uh, Bob Huggins, a veteran coach. Now, listen, Maryland's, they've got the history. They've got a wonderful program. They've been to Natty's before. Um, I just think Bob Huggins has this experience when the postseason sets in. I was at the Final Four when they took on butler and uh i just think they're gonna get it done in this first round it's gonna be a nail biter rob this this is one of the first games out of the gate on thursday and uh we're gonna just see a fantastic i mean this is gonna be rough and tough give me the mountaineers in this one all right sounds good we're going san diego state charleston who you got ricky bones san diego state in the five seed this was tough for me i wanted to take charleston they've had a great unbelievable probably best year ever in program history Mm -hmm. I just, you know, got to go with the West Coast on this. I know you guys are a, a temporary residents of the, the Charleston, Charleston area. Charlestonians. They call You've them. got a home there now. You call it your second home. I wouldn't be surprised. You can't, if you can't hide money. That's what Seth Greenberg said a year ago, Rob. And he was right. You can't hide it. Something tells me you took the 12 over the five here. Well, you got to take at least one. You got to take one, one 12 over the five in your brackets. It's almost like scientifically proven. And I've been watching the Cougars play this past year just because we do have that second residence there. Uh, Airbnb. You can find us on Airbnb if you want. Airbnb. Two palms. Two palms. Yep. In between two. So you got 13 versus four in Furman and Virginia. Um, We talked about Furman earlier. Furman being in the dance for the first time in 43 years. Do you think they catch lightning in a bottle and knock off Virginia? No, not at all. UVA. Wahoo. Wah. Let's go. Keep it going down here. We got Creighton Jayhawks. 
no stranger danger there to the tournament. They, they've been in the tournament for a minute. And then we got the NC State Wolfpack, who have their own history with Jimmy V. So uh, who are you going here, man? You going Wolfpack? You going? Oh, he went Wolfpack. Wolf, you, Wolfpack. yeah, baby. Yeah, you know, I looked a little deeper into this. I like their roster. I like the chemistry. Creighton laid an egg there in the Big East tournament. I didn't see that coming. And you know, I who doesn't love their coach? They got a great coach. All right, and McDermott, he's been there for years doing a great job with Creighton out there in Nebraska. But I just think NC State's going to get it done. So give me the Wolfpack. How about yourself? I'm going Jayhawks over here, man. Uh, But I do want to point out to our crowd over here, you said it was in Nebraska, and uh, I believe it's in Kansas. Isn't it in Kansas or is it Nebraska? No, it's Omaha. It's Omaha. They play their baseball at the uh, College World Series. That's their home game. Okay, okay. I stand corrected, but I will say So if you're going to take a team that you don't even know where they're located, I can't really – Take your credibility uh, as far as any of the research you've done. You don't even know where they're located. You don't even know who their starting point guard is. I just, I just want to say, you're absolutely right. But why is a team in Nebraska in the Big East? It makes no sense. So the Big East loses their credibility with me. So moving on, uh, <laughs> let's go down to Baylor and UC Santa Barbara Gauchos. You kicked off the podcast talking about the Gauchos, the Gauchos, about them the Gauchos, the Manchos, whatever you want to talk about them. I just can't see Baylor losing. If you've ever been to Waco, you know it's a wonderful place. Shout out to the Gaines, Chip and Joanna. They do wonderful things down there at Magnolia. Friends I like Baylor, Rob. The Bears, watch out for them. They're in a new stadium this year. They're having fun. Like, watch out. Dude, Baylor Bears all day. Let's make it happen. Uh, all right, Mizzou, Utah State. I was listening to our buddy Seth Greenberg, friend of the pod. Couldn't make it on this episode. He was feeling a little under the weather. Uh, you know, I hope you get well. Uh, rest of the voice there, bud. Uh, and uh, you know, you got a you got a big uh, big couple weeks ahead of you. Hope to see you down in the Masters. But anyway, uh, he was saying this is going to be a run and gun. This is going to be one of the most electrifying games, Utah State, Mizzou, because of their offenses, high power. And I was watching the SEC tournament and that Mizzou Bama game was going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, three point daggers. I'm going Mizzou on this one. And they're going to make a little bit of a run in my bracket. Well, I think they're going to do well. And I think that they're going to take on Arizona in the next matchup because I've got the Wildcats from Mm -hmm. Arizona taking off Princeton in the Ivy leagues. Congratulations guys making it to the dance, but uh, Arizona is too out powerful, Get too powerful. Don't bring that weak shit up in here. They're saying, all, all right, right so now, now, go now, ahead. now we're going, do, do you want to hang in this one or let's go, let's go down to the East Midwest and West, right? Well, now, you know, if you want to do that, we could do that. However you want to do it, brother. I'm here on the podcast. Just let's hang in the South. So that way we already have it going. So we got, I got uh, in my bracket, I got Bama and Maryland making it to the round of 32. And we got, we got Bama cruising over there. And then we got Charleston versus UVA. And Rick, there's a cougar in the car. There's a cougar in the car. And the cougars are punching their k- ticket to the sweet 16. I love this, Rob. This is where it starts to become fun. This is where people start to lose money and uh, really a lot of respect. <laughs> for their picks. And you, my friend, you, my friend, are going to be shocked at what you're about to hear, but I have Alabama losing in the second round to West Virginia and Bob Huggins. I think Alabama is young. I think the spotlight's been on them all year. 
and they're just one misstep away from crumbling, okay? I think the tide gets rolled over by the Mountaineers. I think that UVA does what they need to do in the second round, and I think you're going to get a West Virginia versus Virginia in the Sweet 16. I like that. Okay, Mm. now let's move down to the bottom half of the bracket in the South. We're going to go... I got Creighton Baylor. We got the Baylor Bears taking the win right there. Mizzou versus the number two seed in the bracket, Arizona Wildcats. Something about that Pac-12 conference. I don't don't I just don't trust. I don't trust the competition. And the SEC is 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 stacked with competition in most recent years. I'm going Mizzou, baby. Let's go. Wow, Get that seven seed wow. in the sweet 16. You know, you got to make chances. You got to step out of your comfort zone. You got to get off the chalk, as they say. And uh, kudos to you for getting a little uh, confidence spicy. there in spicy. the South region. Me, I'm going to stick the line here. I'm going to go Baylor and Arizona. They're going to face off against each Ooh. other. And uh, and I got Arizona moving on to take on Virginia in the Elite Eight. Who do you have in the Elite Eight coming out of the South, Rob? All right, look, the buck stops here for Charleston Cougars. We got Roll Tide Rolled moving out of that moving out of that sweet 16 matchup. And then on the bottom half, we got Mizzou. So you got an SEC matchup. You got a really nice. It's a rematch of the SEC championship. And unfortunately, Mizzou cannot do it again. Bama roll tie roll right into the final four. Wow. All right, cool. That would be an exciting South region, yours or mine. Either one, I'll take it. All right. And who do you got in your final four? I missed it. Well, we'll get to that, but uh, if you must know, I've got UVA, Virginia, and here's why, Rob. I must know. We're going to have to finish this podcast at some point. You can't just hold it out forever. (laughs) There are five (laughs) coaches in this March Madness this year, five of them. You can count it on one hand, unless you've had some sort of accident, then you probably can't. But there's five coaches that have won national championships that are participating in this year's March Madness. UVA's head coach is one of them back in 2019. So I think he's got wow. the chemistry and the composure to get Jeez, Charlottesville is going to be turning up for that one. Yes, sir. Little town I've heard, but um, all right. So now we go down to the East bracket. We got Purdue versus FDU in my mind. That tips off in a couple of minutes. We'll all find out tomorrow. We'll all find out within a couple of hours what happens. Um, but you know, look, I, I'm an alumni, <laughs> but I'm not silly. Purdue, baby. Zach Eady is arguably the best player in the country. Um, so we're going Purdue on that. And, uh, then we got Memphis FAU. I just love a little Boca Raton action, baby. I like him getting excited in Boca Raton. We're going FAU versus Purdue in that 32 matchup. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. Robbie. I agree. Purdue's got the, probably the player of the year. And uh, FDU, you'd be proud. Our mother picked FDU to knock <laughs> off Purdue. And uh, shout out to Cindy Grant there. Heck of a pick. It's proud mom. mom right there, Rob. And, um, you know, I wanted to go FAU. This is one of those <laughs> eight, nine matchups that you flip a coin. Yeah. Um, I yeah. love Penny Hardaway. I love Memphis. Uh, they had some quality wins this year. The games that they didn't win, they uh, played really tight against some really good competition. Sure. I think they're just one level up, but trust me, I love Boca. I love Florida. I love the Owls. So I got Memphis, but if the Owls win, I'm not going to be bummed. All right. So we got, you got Purdue and Memphis. I got Purdue and FAU go down a little bit. We got Duke 
versus Oral Roberts. And Oral Roberts is no stranger to the tournament as well. They've been in multiple times, but I got the I got the Dukies winning this one right here. And then I'm gonna take it take it to I'm gonna get uh Tennessee over Louisiana. Uh, and then Duke versus Tennessee, we're we're going with Duke in that matchup. So we're going to see a Purdue Duke matchup, which is going to be pretty fire. In yeah, you the, and I uh, are Sweet Sixteen. You and I are on the same spot there for the first time. It looks like uh, wow. in this bracket. Uh, I don't think there's a hotter team out there right now than Duke. They got hot at the right time, and that's what it's all about. First year coach John Shire, he got groomed by the greatest, Coach K, and uh, in his first year, I think they're going to make some noise in this dance. For sure. Okay, now we got the Wildcats versus the uh, Providence Friars. I'm going Wildcats over here. Got to go with Kentucky. Um, And then Kansas State versus Montana State. Don't know much about Montana State, so I'm going Kansas State. Uh, So we got Kansas State, Kentucky. Um, And then in the bottom half there of the 32, we got Michigan State, USC. Go Spartans. Going to take the Spartans in this one. Uh, and then we got Marquette and Vermont. As much as I would love to give it to Vermont, I'm going Marquette because uh, Shaka Khan, right? Shaka Khan? It is not Shaka Khan. It is Shaka <laughs> Smart. Shaka and Smart. Shaka <laughs> Smart knows what he's doing here, Rob. Yeah. He led VCU back mm, in the heyday. Shaka Khan. What was that? To the final four. <laughs> he was in Texas. You and I got a chance Samsonite. to spend some time Samsonite. with him. Way off. <laughs> And I'm feeling the Shaka Smart bandwagon as well. Uh, Marquette, they won the Big East tournament this they year. Dominated. They dominated Xavier in the final, I believe. It was nuts. It wasn't even close. Yeah, and I, I really like what they're doing. He's building a heck of a program there in Marquette. You got Tom Izzo at Michigan State. I like them. They're playing with emotion. I, I, I'm with you on that there. And then I was I was with Coach Calipari last year down in New Orleans uh, for the Final Four. Him and I, we were hanging out, talking a little bit, and uh, his team wasn't in it. And uh, he said, "Mark my words, I'm going to be back in the back in the dance." So, hey, he's back in the dance. I got him winning in round number one. But are you ready for this, Rob? What do you got here, kid? A few years ago, I got a chance to visit the great state of Montana, and it is a beauty. And what I learned, Rob, is they love their basketball out there, and they're quite good at it. Montana State won their conference this year. They're playing with an edge, and I like them to defeat Kansas State in the opening round, the 14 seed. Buy the T-shirt now. You could have it by the second round. I like the 14 seed. The Grizz is Montana. Montana State. Oh, is the Cowboys. I got Montana State, okay? They're going to beat Kansas State in the first game against, as we said, Kansas State. But then they're going to beat Kentucky in the second game, and you're going to find the 14 seed going to the Sweet 16 to take on Marquette. Oh, my goodness. Wow. I was was pretty straight and narrow on this bottom half right here. I was going K-State, Kentucky. Kentucky beats K-State. MSU Marquette, Marquette beats MSU, and then Kentucky beat or uh, Marquette beats Kentucky to advance to the Elite Eight against Purdue, and then it's Purdue versus Marquette. And I gotta say, as long as Zach Eady can stay out of foul trouble, I got Purdue right here. So Purdue's gonna win. They're gonna beat Marquette. They're gonna make it to the Final Four. So we got Bama Purdue matchup. Let's that move. would 
That would that be exciting. Wild, if, by if, the way, Montana State, dude, that is wild. And what is their mascot? Is it the Cowboy? Yeah. Yeah. So it would be exciting if Purdue made it, Rob. I spent a lot of time in the great state of Indiana, and the Boilermakers have always taken backseat to the Indiana Hoosiers in that state. And uh, yeah, Purdue would, they would be going crazy if the Boilermakers made it to the final four by all intents and purposes, as long as they stay healthy, they probably could. They played Duke earlier this season, Rob, and we talked about it just a minute ago, Duke being so on fire right now, they've got probably the freshman of the year. And I would love to see Duke and Purdue play against each other uh, one more time. Purdue got the better of them earlier in the season. I like the Duke Blue Devils to get to the Elite Eight, but they're going to come up short against Marquette and Shaka Khan, as you said, his real name is Shaka Smart, but I like Marquette to not only go to the Final Four, but to be playing on Monday night with an opportunity to cut down the nets for the Natty. Wow, 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 wow. There is madness going on in the East right there. And by the way, for all our listeners out there, the faithful Montana State's actually the Bobcat. So I was way off again. Way off. All right. So now we move over to the Midwest, Ricky. We got Houston Cougars versus Northern Kentucky, the 16 seed. Well, we know where we stand on this, Rob. Cougars all day in Houston, an opportunity to hoist the championship in their home city. They're at least going to get past Northern Kentucky. And I and who do you got for Iowa Auburn? Oh, Rob. Bruce Pearl, coach of Auburn, he's doing his thing, man. They're playing with fire. I like them. I bet on Iowa last year, and in the first round, they got booted. I thought Iowa was going to make a Final Four run. They had some great senior leadership. That didn't prove to be the I case. I remember that. <laughs> Day I one. I can't bet on Iowa here, so uh, I'm <laughs> Iowa, Iowa and Gonzaga are forever out for you. Okay, well, I got Houston and Iowa in this one. Uh, we're going to go down to Florida versus Drake and Indiana versus Kent State. Who you got? Rob, I like Miami and I like Indiana. Miami's playing really well right now. Also a very hot team, senior leaders, veteran coach. Give me the Hurricane. Give me the Hoosiers. And mm. it's going to be a heck of a battle if those two teams face off against each other. That is what about great. you? I love that. Well, I got uh Kent State moving on, uh Golden Flashes. They could shoot the rock. Uh something about the Mac. Uh the Mac conference just has my heart. Just like a bunch of random teams from Ohio and Michigan. Uh and I'll I'll support them. I'll I'll support the Mac on this one. Uh and then it's the return of the Mac. Uh and then Miami versus Kent State. Uh we got Miami advancing against Houston. Houston advances against Miami to Whoa. make it to the Elite like Houston yeah, to give like it a Houston. shot here. Yeah, yeah, I, I think they're strong enough to at least get to the Elite Eight just out of this bracket based on their matchups. Um, but hey, we're, we're not done with this bracket. We're not done over here. So let's move on down to the south of this bracket, the bottom of this bracket. Iowa State Cyclones, sound the alarm. <laughs> Cyclone alarm. And versus the Pitt Panthers, Rick, who we liking? You know, it's so funny you should say this, Rob. I took Pitt in the uh, first four, actually. I thought Pitt would win in their first play-in game. Um, I actually took them to defeat Iowa State. They're they're not rebuilding in Pittsburgh, Rob. They're building. They got a good program there. I like Pittsburgh to defeat Iowa State, and I like Pittsburgh to defeat Xavier. I think Xavier, of course, they're going to cruise. They beat... 
They we, Rob, I do. You gotta get iffy. We here. did it again. We we're lock, stock, and barrel, baby. Same exact thing right here. I got Pitt making it to the Sweet 16, riding high over Xavier. Love it. Okay, Texas AM versus Penn State. Penn State was rallying, got hot in the tourney in the Big Ten tournament. Uh, no doubt about it. Penn State takes it to Texas AM. They're in cruise control there. And then we got Colgate. We got a toothpaste uh, playing Texas. And uh, phenomenal toothpaste, by the way. Really, uh, that, that's our sponsor of the Brothers Man podcast, Colgate. Uh, keeping it fresh since uh, 1946. So uh, anyway, uh, quick plug there. Uh, Texas defeats Colgate. However, Penn State Nittany Lions roll over Texas. Upset right there. Make it to the Sweet 16. We got a battle of Pennsylvania coming in this bracket where it's Penn State versus Pittsburgh. And I'm taking Penn State in this, making it to the Elite Eight, playing Houston. Who do you got, Rob? I got chills listening to that potential storyline because that would be epic. Nobody would have seen it coming unless you <laughs> lived in the fine state, the fine pastures of Pennsylvania. <laughs> but but I have to rain on your parade, my friend, because I, a Texas man, oh, really believe, no, didn't. I really believe in College Station and those Aggies. They play in the SEC. The SEC yeah. was dominant this year. Mm-hmm. I like them to win. I like Texas and Texas A&M. A Texas matchup. Not a Pennsylvania matchup, wow, but a Texas matchup. That. I like that matchup in the second round, which would be a doozy. Ooh, and I like A&M to go on and knock off Pittsburgh and find themselves in the Elite Eight against Miami. Wow. Okay, okay, I got you, got you there, kid. Okay, now coming out of there, Penn State, Houston. I'm taking Houston. I know there was an injury, but I'm still he's their best player. But I'm taking Houston out of this, out of this, um, this bracket right here. I really think they have a nice cruise cruise control road to the Final Four. Um, all right, so now we head to the West. So going to the West, we got the Rock Chalk Jayhawk, uh, number one seed taking on Howard Bison. Who are you liking, Ricky? Oh, Rob, come on. It's Jayhawks. It's Bill Self. <laughs> he had a couple stints put in over the last few weeks. He's been out um, just for medical reasons. He can't purposes. get too excited. He can't get too excited. Right, right. And so uh, they laid an egg, Rob. They laid an egg. Uh, Texas Longhorns did what they wanted to him in the championship game for the conference uh, a week ago. And uh, I do think Kansas is going to get it done against Howard. But I don't know. We'll see how far they go, man. We'll see. Could it be back to back? I don't know. Okay. Okay, I like that. Arkansas versus the Fighting Illini. I got the Fighting Illini in there. I got Kansas in there. I got Kansas beating the Illini going to the Sweet 16. Uh, in the uh, Rick, who do you have, Arkansas or Illinois? No, I'm with you on that. Everything's the okay. same there, brother. Okay, cool. Um, St. Mary's versus VCU and UConn, Iona. Um, Rick Patino in Iowa, I, Iona, I like that. However, I don't believe that. It's going to be the UConn Huskies coming out of that matchup right there and St. Mary's. I, I really liked VCU. I wanted to put VCU in there. I really did, really did want to do it, but I'm going to go with St. Mary's on this one. And then I'm going to go UConn to make it to the sweet 16 UConn, Kansas matchup. Kansas is too big, too strong. They're going to win this game. They're going to the elite eight. Who do you got? You and I have everything similar there with the exception of our Five twelve matchup. You yeah. took your 12 earlier, as yeah. we discussed. Yeah. I'm taking it here. 
This was a tough one, but I went VCU, the 12 seed, to knock off St. Mary's. It's not a bad one at all. They play great defense. I really, I don't know. I was thinking St. Mary's. I like them. So we'll see uh, Kansas in the Elite Eight. Let's go down to the bottom half of the Western bracket here, Rob. You've got TCU taking on the winner of Arizona State and Nevada. Do you think one of those two teams can knock off the Horn Frogs? Uh, no, I don't. I like Arizona State winning. Uh, I think Arizona State's going to win tonight, um, but I think TCU will win that matchup. And then we got Gonzaga versus Grand Canyon University, a.k.a. uh, the university that advertises the most on TV that I've ever seen in my entire life, Grand Canyon, (laughs) GCU. It's always being advertised. Um, And uh, I'm going to go with uh, Gonzaga over that, as much as I would love to have the upset of Grand Canyon, but Gonzaga, TCU... Gonzaga wins, moves on to the Sweet 16. They've got a nice marketing budget there in the Grand Canyon. <laughs> um, they do wonderful ads. I don't think they play that great of basketball. They got hot. They won their conference. Yeah. But yeah, the Zags are going to get this win. But it's the Horn Frogs, baby. They're going <laughs> to knock off Mark Few and Gonzaga. I can't see these guys getting out of the second round. So I'm wow. taking TCU. Okay. And Rob, if we go down to the very last part of everybody's bracket here, You've got Northwestern, a seventh seed, taking on Boise State, who's the tenth seed. Yeah, for sure. What do you say here? Dude, Northwestern had a big win this year beating Purdue. No stranger danger here to the limelight. I'm taking Northwestern out of this um, matchup. And then UCLA versus UNC Asheville. Uh, I got to go with UCLA. Um, I I know I ragged on the Pac-12, but like like UCLA, and you know what? Pretty soon, they're not going to be in the Pac-12. So I can rag on the Pac-12 as much as I want. They're going to be in the Big Ten for some reason. Rob, Um, Chris Collins is building a program there at Northwestern. He was a longtime assistant of Coach K. I spent some time with him. Oh, my gosh. This was probably 10. Who haven't you spent time with? (laughs) Well, you know, it goes to show. You go to the March Madness. You never know who you're going to run into. (laughs) But it was uh, first, second round games in Philadelphia many moons ago. And uh, him and Coach Wojciechowski, um, you know, we got a chance to hang out and uh, I knew something great was coming down the pipeline for this coach Collins guy. And he finds himself at Northwestern. He's building a program. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. him to have some success early on. Uh, but yeah, UCLA is going to be too much for them. UCLA is going to be too much for TCU. UCLA is going to be too much for Kansas. And I like them getting all the way to the national championship when they knock off Miami in the final four. Oh, wow. Oh my goodness. What see you're jumping ahead there, kid. So you got Miami coming out of that that uh that top seed right, that top uh Midwest showdown. I'll jump back up there with you. I got Houston making it. It's going to be uh one for the ages, a great storyline, great headlines. Houston playing in Houston in the final four. I think we really got that matchup going. Uh and then we got coming out of the West. So we're going TCU Gonzaga, and I have the Zag. I know you have a vendetta against the Zags. You don't like the Zags; <laughs> they ripped your heart out the, the one of those years. But I got them. I got them making it to the Sweet Sixteen. I think they're going to beat TCU. I got UCLA. They have a spot in my heart forever after that uh, Final Four uh, uh, a couple years ago. Uh, that was just such an epic game. Uh, and then Northwestern uh, versus UCLA. Uh, UCLA wins that Gonzaga versus UCLA UCLA wins that to make it to the elite eight Kansas versus UCLA Kansas wins 
Kansas beats Houston to go to the championship on April 3rd to face off against Bama versus Purdue. Zach Eady and Purdue is too much for Bama. Purdue, Kansas. Wow. Wow. Purdue versus Kansas. I could see that Midwest part of the country, right in the heart of the country, battling for the for all the beads down in Houston. What, Rob, I've been doing this a long time, pretty much as long as you've been doing it. And uh, bracketology, if there's one thing that I've learned from bracketology, I can't think of any year ever that we've been doing this, Rob, where all four teams in the final four have a number one next to them. And if I'm not reading this correctly, please stop me. But it looks as though you've taken one Bama, one Houston, one Kansas, and uh-huh. one Purdue. Uh-huh. That is the definition of going chalk on somebody's butt. And that's what you've done here. You've gone chalk. And while I think it's an interesting strategy and I support your decisions, I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised. Don't hear me come back and say I'd be surprised. Rob, this is March Madness. They call it madness for a reason. Shake up that crystal ball. You don't know what's going to happen. It's like a snow globe. You ever shake one of those up? You don't know where those things are going to come down, but they're coming down. Just like the Nets in Houston, they're coming down. <laughs> that damn psychopath over here. <laughs> hey, Dad. Hey, hey, Dad, you all right? You want an aspirin or something? Don't touch. <laughs> Rob, I like UCLA. To win it all, there's one little tidbit here for the listeners out there. If you haven't already submitted your bracket. I got Purdue. Let me just wrap mine up. I got Purdue winning it all. I would love that. That'd be a a storybook year in the making for the Boilermakers. Uh, They've just been through so much. Last year, I believe, was the first time they've ever been ranked number one in the country. They back it up with an even better year. Mm -hmm. That is program-defining. That would be epic. Nothing would make me happier. Now, nothing. Aren't you getting married soon? This is true. This is true. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Morgan. (laughs) Now, getting back to the March Madness here, Rob, I can't recall a time seeing this. I may have overlooked it in years past, but the East region this year is being played in Madison Square Garden. So if uh, the first two rounds go successfully, in theory, the... Sweet 16 and Elite 8 games for Marquette will take place in Madison Square Garden where they just won the Big East Championship. And that, to me, Rob, was something I took into consideration when I saw the East bracket, when I saw Marquette with an opportunity to, if they can, get through the first two games, they'd return back to a very friendly confine, somewhere where they just had success. And I just... You know, I can't think of a time where I've seen that before. A team wins its conference championship and then the host city for one of the sites throughout the March Madness is uh, where they could return to. So I think the the committee might have either accidentally or thrown a little something their way. You okay? This is the type of Jimmy. This is the kind of inside info you're going to find on the Brothers Brandt podcast. That's impressive. That's impressive. I did not know that. But I think like, I think like at some point, like, isn't there, there's got to be, look, the the Providence Friars could, could have, could make a run at it. And they just played in the Big East tourney. 
you know, it's almost impossible to do that. Right. Hey, listen, I would think it'd be really cool if Providence didn't, but Providence didn't cut down the nets. That's the difference here is the team won it all. Um, They just had so much success there. Um, Anyway, it's Madison Square Garden. It's the world's most famous arena. It's an episode we did a podcast on specifically for it. So uh, I felt it was worthy to bring up on this podcast. I hope you and everybody out there enjoys these games. The madness is upon us. Try to get some sleep and get yourself in front of your TV as much as you possibly can over the next 72 hours. Guys, great episode here. Enjoy it. Enjoy the national holiday tomorrow and Friday, the the long weekend, as I'm going to do. I'm Rob Brandt. And I'm Rick Brandt. And we're the Brothers Brandt. Thank you so much for listening. Take care.